We are blessed to start another day. We are blessed to be alive. We are blessed to have an opportunity to change because that's what life is about. Life, life is about moving and moving and moving. Someone who is dead, someone who, who is a mace or something that's dead doesn't move. Life, life means that you're moving. Life means that you're growing, which is why the Yitzhahara, one of the challenges of life, is not to, not to change and not to grow, to just be sort of uh, stagnant, to be, to be uh, standing still. Now, one of the challenges of that, and this is where people sometimes get nervous or anxious or they misunderstand this, is that they think, oh, that means I have to, you know, I can't relax, I can't be at peace with myself because I always need to be moving and changing, right? That's not true because sometimes what you have to do to change is you have to learn how to relax. You have to learn to be at peace. Meaning people think that, oh, okay, changing means I gotta work harder. It's not always about working harder. It's uh, many times about working smarter, which means, sorry, it means that a person um, sometimes has to learn, and of course, as we always begin this year with Chavetz Chaim, of not talking Lashon Hara, is positivity. One of the biggest challenges that people have is they're negative. They're negative, 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 and they want to be positive, and they think that they can be positive with the snap of a finger. Oh, I'm going to be positive. A person has to learn how to change his thinking. A person has to learn, and it takes time to learn how to change the direction of your life, whether it's to be more grateful. Usually that's, that's where a person can start, being more grateful, realizing the gifts that he has, realizing all the blessings that one has, and it's sort of shifting uh, a direction of my life, and especially when it comes to other people. What happens is when, when we never gave ourselves an opportunity to really think ourselves, and we've only had other people think for us, where we haven't really flexed that muscle. Just like if you don't have a physical muscle that you don't use it, so you're weak. If someone ever, broke, if you break an arm, you break a leg, you break uh, something, so then when you take off the cast after a couple months, it's literally, that's why people need uh, to go to you know, uh, rehabilitation and um, you know what? PT. PT, physical therapy, to train your muscle to, to uh, be stronger. So let me ask you a question. How is your positivity muscle? You ever think about that? Your positivity muscle, it's like saying, oh, I wanna be a guy who's a positive guy. I wanna be able to look at someone and I wanna be able to judge them positively. I wanna look at my life and I wanna see all the beauty in my life. Okay, so what's the big deal? So what do we do? We go ahead and say, great, great sheer, great point, Rabbi Fisher, I love it. No, let's go, let's, let's go, let's go, right? Let's go, no, that's not the way it works. That's like saying, okay, I see this guy in the gym who's walking around like this, and this guy's a big man, and you come in the gym and say, okay, I wanna lift up this 500 pound, right? You're gonna break your back. You'll be depressed and you'll never come back to the gym. So what do you do? You take it one day at a time, you take it one step at a time, and you start learning how to build that muscle. So learning how to build your thinking muscle is to say, okay, 
How many times? What do I think about? Do I think positivity about myself? First you have to get, right? It's one of the things that I always say when it comes to ways, GPS ways. There are two things, there are two things a person needs to get a direction to, to be somewhere. Two things you need. Everyone says when it comes to ways, what do I need? And everyone talks about this. I need goals. I need dreams. I like the word dreams, not goals, because goals follow dreams. If you're in the world of goals, that means you're already a dreamer. You can't be in the world of goals without dreaming. That's dangerous, because then you're white-knuckling, and then you're like, cringing. If you're dreaming, ah, I dream of happiness. How many books did you read on happiness? That would be a goal. My goal is I'd like to read a book on happiness. That's a goal. What's my dream? My dream is to be happy. Uh, My dream is I don't have any anxiety anymore. I'm anxiety free. That's a dream. What's a goal? I gotta open up to somebody and tell them I get anxious all the time. I gotta speak to someone, I gotta read a book. That's another example. I gotta figure out that's a goal, how to get to my dream. So when you start dreaming of, of being a positive person, a positive thinker, and I want to look at people positively, first you go oh, back to the ways. So that's your goal. Your goal in the destination of the ways is, my, my, my destination is, I just thought of another thing with ways. Uh, thank you, everyone. I just got an, a noob shot. There's another thing that happens in ways. When you put in the address, what, what does it say on the bottom of the screen? It says what? It says how much time it's going to take to get there. Ah, I like this one. This is, a, this is a new, a fresh thought. Or choose, I like that one. Or choose your routes. Okay, we'll get to all of them in a second. Let me, let me, let me backtrack and then I'll say my chiddush. The first chiddush is what? I have my dream. But you also have to have location. Everyone here who who's coming from America, you're going to have to recalibrate if you put in ways because it's going to show up your address in America. So it's going to tell you you got to go to JFK. You're going to have to go to Newark to get here. That's not, that, no, where are you? Your first step is where am I holding? And based on that, what does it say? How much time it's going to take to get there. Because if your dream is to be anxious free, if your dream is to be happy, if your dream is to be honest with yourself, I would put in more than a 35-minute drive. I would put maybe, maybe six months. I would put it in time because you're not going to get frustrated if you know, well, the journey is going to take me, going to take me longer than I think. It's not going to take me 10 minutes to become a positive person when my mother is the most negative person in the world. Not, my mother's not. I'm just using that as an example. Or my father, I grew up in an angry house. I grew up where my father is, is nuts. And I don't want to be nuts. Oh, so just click your finger and I'm not going to be nuts anymore. No, no. I, I, I've been sitting in my home where, where whatever I have being fed to me for 19 years, at least it's going to take you another 19 years to balance it out, probably. I know that sounds a little depressing or a little uh, disappointing, but it's not. It's not because that means when you're an adult, God willing, and you're married, and you have a children, and you have your family, you'll be like, yo, I did this, I did this, I'm here, I'm actually a good dad, I'm actually a good husband, I'm actually someone who has some money in the bank, I actually have a good relationship with Hashem, I actually don't have anxiety so much, and I'm not keeping up with the Joneses, I couldn't care about what my neighbor's doing, I just want to help my neighbor, 
I just want to see the good in everybody around me. But if you don't begin to do that, if a person doesn't begin to do that, and that's why I've, uh, I, I uh, always like saying this. I, I didn't think I'd say it as soon as uh, I am right now. But I always say I have good news and bad news. I have good news and bad news for everybody here. Good news and bad news. And we'll start with the bad news. You always start with the bad news first, right? So the bad news is you're going to continue to have anxiety. You're going to continue not to be happy. You're going to continue escaping. You're going to continue being jealous. You're going to continue being negative. You're going to continue all those things. That is the bad news. That, that's what happens. It's called inertia. That's the way life works. Nothing's going to change unless you change it. That's the bad news. The good news is you're here. The good news is you're listening. The good news is you're thinking. The good news is you want to change. That's the good news. And the good news is if you begin your journey and you put in your destination and you realize your goals and you realize who you are and you begin your journey and you realize realistically what you have to do, the good news is, and this is guaranteed, you will get there. You will get there. I have no doubts in my mind. If you decide that that's what you want to do and you're committed one step at a time to do it, you will get there. But it's a process and it takes time and it takes consistency. Or let me say better, I don't like the word consistency. It takes persistency, which means you could miss a day here and there. It means you could have, have, a, have a bad day. But if you get back on the horse and you continue in a bigger picture, and you continue, then, 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 then you will succeed, no, no doubts. So that's the reason we start off with purity of speech. I want to give the mic to everybody here because I love, I love hearing from all of you. So please, question, comments, please. Oh, Yaakov, yes. Yaakov says that you can't, you can't just expect it to happen. You have to, you have to, if, if I'm saying the, the words that you're saying correctly, you got to make it happen. You got to have a plan how to make it happen. You have to have patience to make it happen. These are things that take time. Beautiful. Anyone else? Yes. Not elaborate on my choosing routes, Marshall. Yeah, you want to uh, louder, so everyone. So like so, the choosing routes with ways, like some ways we get, we we go in ways. We'll say some ways we'll get there in 25 minutes. Some ways will be a longer route, but you'll get there in an hour. Some will be shorter, but it'll be more bumpy. And everyone has their own route to get to certain destinations. It's all about which route you choose and how you go about it. But the, you'll get there just at certain times, I guess. I don't know. Amazing. 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 So I like the Ralph thing also that now he's saying. So it's not just the time. And, and, and really, the more, the more a person, the more a person can, can, 
begin his journey. You know, one of the things I, want, I do want to focus a little bit more on, on, on positivity versus negativity, because that's really where Lashon Hara comes in. Lashon Hara comes in. Lashon Hara, just another 10 minutes. Tell them another 10, 15 minutes. Tell them another 10, 15 minutes. Rak od eser dakot, eser dakot. Slicha, slicha. Slicha, thank you guys, thank you. Slicha. Alright? Let's, let's, let's focus, let's talk a little bit about this. I think the positive, positivity Right is a is a very important subject. Um, I know from my own life, um, I could say is that the only way that a person is going to learn there are two there are two parts to this. The the first thing is the the uh, a person being committed, a person being committed to to stop talking about other people. When you stop talking about other people, it's very very difficult. The reason it's very difficult is because then. It sits inside of yourself, and you have to deal with whatever it is that you're frustrated. When you stop blaming other people, when you stop faulting other people, and that's very, very difficult, because when you stop blaming other people, so then you have nowhere to turn except for inside of yourself. And when you have hurt, and you have uh, pain, and you have a way that you've been living, until now it's just all the other people's faults of the reason I am who I am and where I am, it's very difficult to take ownership on that. However, at the same time, it's the most liberating feeling when you take ownership and you say, I am the captain of my ship. It is my responsibility, my responsibility to live my life. And just because this person's doing something, just because I've grown up a certain way, just because my, my, my family culture or my community culture or my school or whatever it might be was one way, does not define, does not define who I am. I define who I am. And that's challenging but liberating at the same time. So let's talk about that a little bit if anyone has any questions on that, because that transition is what stage you're at right now. I said this the other day in Masil Tisharim, is that the transition between childhood to adulthood is what life is about. Life is about transitioning between childhood and adulthood. The reason is because you've seen adults, we've all seen people in their 30s, their 40s, their 50s, who still act like children. So it has nothing to do with your age. It has to do with what you do with your life. Because you can have somebody who's 50 years old or 60 years old who is an angry person, who gives in to his desires, who is someone who's immature, who acts like a baby, even though he's 50 years old. I love the fact, I'll get to you in a second, Shlomo. I love the fact, and I, and I don't say this in a bad way, I feel bad for him, um, what, what happened with, um, with uh, Cuomo. 
you're talking about the, one of the most powerful people in the world in a certain way. As the governor of New York, he was going to go run for the presidency. Last year during Corona, he was like, you know, the king of, of media, you know, and here he's done. For the rest of his life, when you're going to say um, Cuomo, what's his first name? Andrew. When you're going to say Andrew Cuomo, you're going to be like, wow, that guy has his head that guy has his head down. Now here's a, I don't know how old he is, he's probably in his 50s. You're talking about possibly running for the President of the United States, and what did he do? He, he obviously made mistakes as being someone who doesn't work on himself. Somebody who didn't work on himself, and then he gave in to his desires to the point that, that, that it destroyed his life, destroyed his career. So that's not such a chiddish, for a person to look at someone who's older, who's successful, to say he is a baby. So assume, just assume within yourself that if you're not going to learn how to judge people favorably, if you're not going to learn how to work on yourself, if you're not going to learn to do all these things, there is no way it's going to happen. Shlomo, go ahead. Um, oh yeah, I and I, I had a question, and, and I remember it was. Well, um, I believe you're allowed to halak the event. Yes. Yes. So at a certain point, when does it become eventing, and when does it become halak? How many times? What's the boundary? Right. Beautiful. So great question. Great question. Um, the way it works is like this. You first of all, first of all, it depends who it is who's receiving your vent. You have to first identify. If the person who I'm venting to, is that person helping me become more focused on me? Or is that person riling me up to not like the person who I'm venting about? I know myself, when I vent to to someone who I'm close with, I could tell if that venting was uh, an excuse or it was a real venting based on what happens next. Do I then have a closer relationship with that person who I was venting about? Or I then have more anger and hatred and negativity towards that person? So I think the answer to your question is, you gotta see how it develops and you have to be careful. Be very careful. It's very important to choose the right person. I would also introduce the venting by saying, I am doing this not to speak Lashon Hara. I need you, I did this last week. I think I mentioned it in Shir. I did it last week with somebody that I, who I was struggling with. And I called up someone, I spoke to someone who I needed to vent to, and, I, and, I, and, I, and this person knows. He's like, okay, I know, I know the drill, I know what you're gonna say, because he knows it. I said, I, God forbid, I'm not saying Lashon Hara. I know I'm the one who's guilty over here. I know I'm the one who is seeing this crooked, but I need to vent. I need to you know, do my thing, and Baruch Hashem, it actually, it actually um, helped me in my relationship with that other person. It was very, very positive. A very good point, Shlomo. Very good point, Shlomo. Thank you. Thank you. That's Shaya. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, of course. Correct. Yes. Yes. So, just to answer your question, Shaya, I think your question is, is that there's ne- negative inertia, and then you're asking, does, does positive inertia work? Right? Is that what you're asking? 
What? Right. 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 That's what I, right. So that. Right. So that. That's what I thought your question was. So um, I have a little bit bad news for you on that one. Um, I don't know if it's bad news, but being negative is a default. The default is negativity, which means if you're not working on being positive, the default is you're going to be negative. That's the, that's the basis of the way we are. Why that is? I don't know, there's the Yitzhahara. Uh, for sure, the more a person trains himself to be more positive, it'll be easier. But every day, if you're not working on being positive, every day, the Chavetz Chaim says it, if you don't learn the Hilchus Lashon Hara, if you don't remind yourself every day, then yes, Yochanan Kohen Gadol was the Kohen Gadol for over 80 years. The highest tzaddik ever, ever, ever. Kohen Gadol, right? At the end, he went off the derech. More, more than went off the derech. He became a tzaduki. He became a, a terrible person after 80. Imagine that. And what is that? what's the lesson of that? The lesson is, is that life is constant. And that's what life is. As the Gras says, if you're not working on yourself, if you're not going up, it's literally the Gras says also, Oyrich Yomim Lamala Lamaskil, I don't know the exact Lushan, is that literally Rabbi Lef said this, Chagai from Chagai uh, Wiesenberg, right? We want to say, get the credit where it's from. And the Gras says this that life is like a escalator, a downward escalator. Life doesn't mean when you're a certain age. Life is a downward escalator. Which means, if I'm standing still and I'm not going like this, what, what's happening, Shia? I'm going down. Positivity is the same way. If you're not, if you're not um, bombarding yourself with positivity, if you're not bombarding yourself with love, if you're not bombarding yourself with sanity, then you will be insane. And, and, and anyone who's been involved, if anyone who's been involved with addictions, and anyone who's familiar with addictions knows that you can have a guy who's two years clean, a guy who's seven years clean, a guy who does this, and then what happens? He goes ahead and he, and he, and he relapses. Why? Because he stopped going to his meetings. He stopped reaching out to his people. He stopped doing the things that he needs to do. And that's with all of us. All of us have that same exact thing. So beautiful, Shai. Very good point. Just to keep, or put the thing, Rabbi Migdal, just Okay, anyone else? Until their doors, until their doors. Tell them, until their doors. Yeah, just a little. Thank you. Yeah. Question, comments, please. Yeah, Shima. Okay, was almost, I want it to be up. There you go. Yeah. Shima goes. Shima goes. Yeah. Get to know him, guys. Get to know him. Shima goes. Get to know him. You said that, um, you said that, uh, you have dreams, and then you go for 
No, no, I'm not, it won't follow. You, you, you need to, you need. You with, dreams without goals are, you're sleeping. How's that? I like that one. You dream at night. Yeah, yeah. If you have dreams, that, that's a great line. If you have dreams, Shimon, without goals, then you're, you're in bed sleeping. So you're saying a dream with goals. Otherwise, it's just you're sleeping. Right. And I have my goals. Right. But sometimes those goals are not good. You know, and I don't notice this myself until a long time after. But I'll have these goals. And I'll be completing them. But it's taking me away from my end goal. Okay, so I'm not sure. So you're, you're talking about something specific that I could, we could talk out. So usually your dreams are not clear, or usually the goals are not clear. Or like Nahi said, maybe you have to choose a different route. Right? There could be many variables. But, but the math, the math uh, of it works every time. It works. Something, something, something is off, as that means. That would usually mean. Rabbi, how can we add something? Yeah, it was something you already said before yeah. about, like, you become positive by judging someone else favorably. So there's no end how much could you judge favorably. I have, and this last bin Asmani, Avi Lohinger had a kid in his tongue that was Down syndrome. And there was one morning that I saw a little kid running away from the Down syndrome kid with, with food in his hand. The Down syndrome was screaming to the kid, what are you doing? So after we took care of the things, I went to the little kid, I asked him, what do you think you're doing? Like, why are you taking away his food? So he told me, it's my brother. So if it's your brother, so you can do whatever you want. He's like, no, it's gluten, it's, it's Azulo, he can't wow. eat it. I'm wow. taking care of him. Wow. And for us, all the counselors looking at this little kid, it looks like a Russia. Like, well, what are you say doing? again, I don't know if everyone heard this story. God, everyone has, you got to it's worth the whole sheer for this story. Go, go, say it, say it, say it loud. And just to hear Rabbi Ackman, so loud. General, listen to the story, listen to the story. The Down Syndrome kid in camp, and we were watching like this little kid taking something away from the Down Syndrome kid and running over the whole gym. And the Down Syndrome kid is screaming and yelling to him. So we took care of it. And then I went to the little kid. I was like, what do you think you're doing? You think it's funny taking away from the Down Syndrome kid something? He's like, it's my older brother. So I, I'm like, okay, so it's your older brother. You think you can do whatever you want? Tell me it's gluten. It's, uh, he can't eat it. If no one's taking care of him, I need to take care of him. It's unbelievable. So here you see a scene, and you could swear. You would swear that this, is, this guy is a Russia. This guy is a wicked person running after a Down syndrome child, or whatever the situation was, taking away his food. And you look at him, and you say, oh my gosh, what a terrible person. And it ends up that this person is saving his life. But you were missing something. You were missing something. Beautiful. And that's, that's the power, that's the power that, was, that happened to you, Rabbi Ackerman. Yeah, we were so Rabbi Ackerman was Zoha when you learn Hilchus Lashon Hara. Standing with the cows, I was like, oh my gosh, what a Seder Musr. That's like right. this little cat. Is, but Rabbi Ackerman sits here. Rabbi Ackerman sits here. He's a massive Talmud Chacham, Rabbi Ackerman. Seriously, the master Tamil And he sits here with all of us here during Masil Yisharim, during Chavetz Chaim, and that's why stories like that happen. To, because obviously when you sit here and you do this, Hashem will open up your eyes and He will show you the things that you need to see. So thank you, Rabbi Akram. Amazing. Amazing. Amazing, amazing, amazing. Yeah, there are a few... Uh... Oh. So, Malaysia.
Avi? Yeah, Avi. Welcome, Avi. What? What's like a good positive thing to think when like you wake up? Okay. Okay. Great question. Um, your 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 feet. Good, good, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. So you're you're uh, you're getting me excited because I live off of this stuff. If you want, if you want, or anyone for that matter, you're further from me. I used to do it with your brother, with uh, with Yitzi Weinstein, um, where you say positive things. We used to leave uh, WhatsApps. We did it maybe for a whole year. Leaving message, wake, wake up in the morning. It's one of the reasons you start off by saying moda. I, I have a whole list of affirmations and I, and I uh, bombard my brain in the morning. Because when I wake up in the morning, not so much anymore, because I've sort of like destroyed my negative uh, thinking. I don't know if I've destroyed it, but I definitely uh, bombard it as much as I can. It still creeps in whenever it can. But if you wake up in the morning with affirmations, ah, oh, you know, you're wonderful, you're amazing, or you're gonna have a great day, uh, you're blessed, whatever it is, they have it on Spotify, I could send anyone, I have a list of affirmations, it will change your life. It'll change your life, why? Because your brain, like I said, our brains are, You've been, everyone here has been playing the same record of negativity or something your whole life since you're, since the beginning of time that you can imagine. And that record has been playing, I don't know if you guys know what a record is, but back in the day, yeah, you know, you know records, right? People know what records are, right? Okay, so re- it plays in your mind. Now, now today it might manifest itself with, with this thing, right? You don't have, rarely, Avi, do we have new thoughts. Rarely we have new thoughts. All of our thoughts are more or less the same thoughts. The difference is, where is it being focused on? Now it might be on, you know, uh, a new year of yeshiva like this. It might be on this. It might, but really, our brains are, are already wired. They're already wired. When you begin to feed yourself the thoughts that you want to have. Now, I know you might be like, okay, give me a practical thought. Okay, we'll, we'll get there. We can... I can show you a lot of thoughts. It's not about knowing what the thoughts are. It's about training your brain to say love, positivity. Yes, it's one of the reasons, by the way, Avi, that they say you start off, Hashem made it, the object is Agdola, made it up that what? What do you start off? What are the first blessings a person does in the morning? Thank you, Hashem, that you made me wake up. Thank you, Hashem, that I could put on my pants. Thank you, Hashem, that I have eyes to see. Thank you, Hashem, that I've closed. Why, why are we doing that? You know why? One of the reasons why I think Anshay Knesset Gadola set that up. Why are the Jewish people at God? Because God knows that the way to start off your day is by being thankful. Because when you're thankful, that's called positivity. Anyone who's ever in a negative state, if you start, if you're able to become positive, it'll naturally, you can't be like looking at it, being like, okay, I'm being thankful, I'm being thankful, I'm being, get the negative thoughts out, get the negative, as long as you're trying to get rid of your negative thoughts, you're not going to get rid of them. Guaranteed. As long as you're trying to get rid of your negative thoughts, it's not going to happen. If you, if you think positive thoughts, and you train yourself to think those positive thoughts, naturally what will happen is, those negative thoughts will not have room 
because you can't think two thoughts at the same time. So if I'm thinking positive, I can't be thinking negative. I hope that was helpful. As far as affirmations of that, I would love to share that with anybody and guaranteed you do that for a week. Now some people are more, some people are more audio, some people like to write it down. There are guys in yeshiva who have three notebooks filled. I think, Yoni, you did this for a long, you still do it? Tell them, what do you do? Tell them, show them. It's okay. I, show, it's not okay, share it with them. Tell them. Every, every morning, right? I see him every morning. Tell everybody. So every morning I just write about, I don't know, 40, 50. Every morning, 40, 50. Thank yous. Thank yous. That was for my wife. What? That was for my wife. Now he's doing it for his wife. Yoni, by the way, everyone, get to know Yoni Cohen. He sat in the same seat that you guys are sitting also. He came to Yeshiva. And, 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 where, and what, what does that do? Tell them, I don't know. It changes your day. It changes your day. The whole day. The whole day. So Yoni writes. I used to do that. I used to write before my, I discovered Spotify this year. I'm sorry, I'm a little late. But, uh, you know, I, I didn't discover anything. I got Spotify. And, and, and the affirmations, I'm like, oh my goodness. So I personally, I used to write my affirmations. But when I hear it, um, because one of my love languages... One of my, I mean, all of our love languages, my, my, uh, my top two love languages is words of affirmation. So when someone tells me that, oh, you know, you're so handsome, I'm like, yeah, I like that. That feels good, right? As opposed to if I write, I am so handsome. So I used to write, right? I don't think I ever wrote that, but I'm saying if I would write that, it would make me feel good. But when I heard it and I hear it, I'm like, yeah. So when I wake up in the morning and I'm hearing like, yeah, you're going to be successful. You're going to, well, usually affirmations are never in the future tense. Affirmations are already always in the present tense. Because if it's in the future, your brain is so negative. This is how negative our brains are. If your future is going to be like, yeah, you will be successful. So your negative brain will say, you will be successful. Yeah, but you're not successful now. So that's why you, one of the ways of affirmation is to say, you are successful. But anyway, Yoni, Yoni, thank you. That's it, guys. That's it. There are no tricks. There are no tricks. There are no tricks. You got to do it. You got to live it. What? That sounds like a trick, right? Thank you for what? Today, these, uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it, 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 when I say a trick, meaning you can't just snap your finger. Something that a person has to work towards. Okay, this is getting exciting. Let's wrap up. It's already getting late this morning. Um, parents speaking to their children, Lashon Hara. We're talking about believing Lashon Hara. And this is very difficult. Rabbi Ackerman's story is a great story. Because everybody always wants to know, how do I not believe? How do I not? I think Nashi said this the other day. How do I not believe if someone tells me something terrible about something? How do I not believe? So you're not allowed to believe even if your parent... Even if your parent tells you, you're not allowed to believe. A trustworthy person or a child, you're not allowed to believe. Now, now this is very important. You don't want to tell the person if the person is opening up to you. You don't want to say, eh, I don't believe you. Or if you're venting to someone, say, I don't believe you. I don't know what you're talking about. But when you're venting to someone and someone's listening to Lush and Hara, it's very important if you're a ventee, hopefully you will be. Because that means people trust you. 
Which, by the way, just one more thing I have to mention. It's always good to chazan sofer to review this. If someone is talking to you about him, if someone, your close friend, my buddy, my boy, is talking to him, to me, about him, guaranteed he talks to him about you. Now you're going to say, no, 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 that's not true. Yes, it is. If someone talks to you, Russian Hara, about other people, it means you're an other people to him also. He's not like, yes, I'm going to talk about everybody except for you. He talks Lashon Hara. So beware of those who speak Lashon Hara. Now, if you're the ventee, if someone is venting to you, you first want to validate, you first want to hear it and say, wow, your boss must be, it sounds like your boss is a pretty crazy guy. Sounds like your mother is a pretty crazy woman. But at the same time, what a person wants to do inside himself to say, you know what, it could be he's going through a hard time. It could be we got to reframe it. I'm sure there's some wonderful things. Baruch Hashem, you have a job. Baruch Hashem, you have a mother. I'm sure there's certain things. And of course, you're not there to fix the person. But you as the ventee, as listening to the story, you have to be very careful to believe what is being said, no matter who tell says it. Ourselves no matter who says it, what? We should tell that to, to him. No, 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 to yourself. Right. To yourself. Now, if you're close enough with the person, if you're close enough with the person, you can go ahead and you can say, maybe you're taking it out of context, whatever, but that's already the next step. Okay. Hashem will help each and every one of us. Thank you, Avi, for that question. I love questions. If anyone ever wants to hear more, you know, just ask questions about affirmations or positivity. I love it. And one of the reasons that I love it is because, believe it or not, my, my natural, um, my natural, um, whatever the word is, my natural way, like all of us, is to be very critical and very negative. I'm very hard on myself, naturally. And I love to work on being more positive. I've worked on it for many, 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 many years. And I love talking about it because I, I grow when I talk about it. It's important for me to talk about it. It's important for me to share about affirmations and positivity because it strengthens me. Because I need that. It's very good for me to even do that. So uh, I thank you, Avi. And let us be joked to only see the good. Let us be blessed to only see positivity in ourselves in others. And when you see negativity, don't be upset. Don't be upset if you see negativity. It's a normal thing. Hashem will help us and all the Jewish people. Amen. Let's just do two minutes. We'll do a few minutes. What? Yeah, yeah. A few minutes. Yes, Rabbi Tzvi. I have so I can't. Okay, yeah. Um, we're talking about love, loving Hashem, and Hashem loving you. And um, says in Mesil Yisharim like this. And this is um, two things he says. The challenges of love of any relationship is when someone hurts you. And someone does something bad to you. Why? Because it's like, wait, 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 wait. I thought you're supposed to love me. So if you love me, why are you hurting me? And that's a lot that happens to a person when they're a child or whatever it is. When the people who love you um, 
hurt you and they act crazy, so then it's like that really messes up a person in a lot of ways because it twists, it twists us. It twists us because, because if I'm supposed to be getting love from you and I'm getting hate from you and I'm getting hurt from you, so then that love means hurt. What, what, what's going on over here? So it's very, very, very difficult. So when it comes to Hashem, we can imagine how difficult it is because Hashem has everything. So I mean, if someone did something to you and someone will say, oh, Hashem is so good and Hashem does this. Oh, really? Hashem is so good? Really? So why did, I, why did this happen to me? Why did this happen to me? Why did this happen to me? So the question is, how does a person um, relate to that? So I'm just going to say what in the Silas Yisarim says. Obviously, there's a high level, but this is what he says. And again, Rabbi Ackerman's story is a great story. And he says like this. And he says like this. That we know for a fact that everything that God does is good. That's a fact. Uh, it doesn't look good. It doesn't feel good. I don't understand it. So the muscle, the, the metaphor that the Ramchal says, you can't hear me, Rabbi Tzvi? You can't hear me, barely. The muscle that the Ramchal says, is he says it's like a doctor. He says a doctor, if you see a doctor cutting a person, and he's cutting someone, and he's giving a, he's giving a, a shot to somebody, and he's hurting someone. So you would say, what are you doing? You would want to stop the doctor. But you don't stop the doctor, why? Because you know that the doctor is doing something that ultimately is there to heal you. It is there to heal you. Now that's difficult for a person sometimes when he's a child, when you're a little child, it's very difficult sometimes to hear that because we don't have the ability to process. As a person gets a little bit older, you're able to see perspective. You're able to step back. And this is something that I always say. Either way, now this might be hard to hear, either way, you gotta be thankful for your parents. Why? Because if your father, well, go to fathers, I like men, men and fathers, that's a whole subject in itself. Why? Let's go to a father. Because if your father was the greatest father in the world, you gotta say, thank you, dad. Thank you so much for teaching me how to be a great father. If your father was a terrible father, you have to say, thank you, dad. Thank you for teaching me how to be the best father, because I ain't gonna be anything like you. So either way, and if your father has half good and half bad, which most of it is like that, he's a human being, and as you get older, you'll realize your father also is a person, and you start judging favorably, then you start focusing and seeing the wonderful things. But that takes time, because when you're a little kid, father, dad is God. He represents God, and if he says X, then it's not an opinion, it's a fact. When you're a little child and dad says something, mom as well, but let's stick with dad. If your father says something when you're seven years old, and remember this when you're a father and you're telling your seven-year-old kid and you tell him something, your five-year-old kid, when you say it's that, it's not, it's not daddy's opinion. That is what it is. That is what it is. And what happens is when you get a little bit older, you take a step back and you say, whoa, 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 whoa. Dad's been telling me this He's been feeding me every day about this, this, and this, and this, and this, and this, and this. 
And maybe it's not true. Maybe it's not true. So the same thing with Hashem. The same thing with Hashem. When things happen to us, we're like, God, what are you doing? How could you do this? But when a person gets a little bit older and he starts thinking, he says, wait, 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 one second. One second. Maybe my perspective on this is not true. Maybe God really did this for my benefit. Maybe this is actually the best thing for me. And it's difficult for a person to realize that, but that's how you begin to love Hashem. Question, comments, and then we'll, we'll wrap up for today. Please, Rabbi Tzvi, please. You got the mic. I'll add about the love. Yes. As Rabbi says, But the point is, is that we're, we're human beings and we're people and all of us go through things. And the most important thing is to learn, is to learn, like Rabbi Tzvi was saying, to learn that at the end of the day, we said this the other day, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, you're the one who's holding whatever it is that you're holding. Whatever excuse, whatever reason, whatever difficulty, whatever reason it is that somebody is going through whatever he's going through, at the end of the day, you're the one who's, who's carrying it. You're the one who has to live with it. So until you learn, until you learn to say, okay, am I go- what am I going to do? How am I going to change? What, am I going- what do I want to dream? What do I want to be like? How do I want to be free? Can I be free? Whatever it is. When you begin to ask those questions, that's when you begin the process of healing and changing your life. 
When you begin to say, it doesn't matter why. It doesn't matter why I have what I have. It doesn't matter. It could be a Rebbe did it to you. It could be a, a brother. It could be a father. It could be you're just a lazy guy. It could be everything was perfect for you. Some people grow up and they have everything great. And that's their problem. Sometimes the problem is that I had no problem. Sometimes that could be a problem that people don't get. So why can't I function? What's wrong with me? But the bottom line is, when you, when you accept that, you say, okay, it's my life. At the end of the day, I'm the guy in bed putting the covers over my head. I'm the one who's feeling the feeling, and I want to be free from this. I want to live the gift of life. I want to live the gift of, I want to live today, Thursday, and I want to have a great... Who in their right mind doesn't want to have a great day? Who doesn't want to have a great day? Who doesn't want to be relaxed? Who doesn't want to be successful? Who doesn't want to be happy? Who doesn't want to be connected to Hashem? Who doesn't? Everybody wants. So then you've got to ask yourself. Scratch your head and say, so what is the problem? What's the problem? And then you reach out, like we said a few days ago from Shlomo was saying. So ask somebody, why is it that I'm not happy? Could you help me? Why is it that I have anxiety? Why do I keep on using and drinking? Why do I keep on watching these things when I don't want to watch these things? Why, why, why? Could you help me? And the second you do that is the second that you begin the first step of your journey to yourself. Hashem will help each and every one of us. Your past, don't worry about your past. Doesn't matter what you did. And don't worry about your future. Don't worry about your future. Don't, don't kill your past. Your past does not exist. Your, yes, two minutes ago is further than a million years from now. Don't ever forget that. A million years from now is closer to you than last night. And don't worry about your future. You have nothing to worry about. Worry about one thing. I don't even want to say the word worry. Deal with one thing. That's, that's today. You deal with today, I promise you, you will win. You deal with today, you'll win. Yes, Shlomo. Um, great. I don't know if the metaphor or way of thinking about it is that you're holding a hot coal. And we either just drop it or let it or hold on to it and let, let it slow down. Mmm. Hashem will help each and every one of us to, uh, as we have begun our, our journey in this yeshiva, and I can guarantee anybody who sits here, I guarantee you, you will have the time of your life. You will have the time of your life by getting in touch with yourself, being more honest with yourself, and living the life that you want to live. Have a wonderful first day of the rest of your life. Thank you.